millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Coroy Hawkins. This week it's a rugby league special with five Pacific Island nations in action across the weekend while Guam have advanced to the next stage of the Football World Cup qualifying. The Cook Islands men are the first Pacific Rugby League team in action against South Africa in a 2021 World Cup qualification match in Sydney on Friday night. The Cookies haven't played a test since 2017 and head coach Tony Iro admits it's been a long time. That's been the issue for us, you know, where, um, you know, we've got the capability of putting together a really strong squad. But at the moment, being down there, we are sort of the odd one out when it comes to uh, securing fixtures. And, you know, we want to play against the best teams. But, you know, with the current uh, state of the game uh, and the countries down here, I think there's seven of us and seven doesn't fit when you want to, you want to get uh, a game of footy a lot of the time. So... But we're prepared to bide our time. Obviously, the, the big challenge for us is to um, re-establish ourselves in the World Cup. And you know, we know South Africa is going to be a challenge. And, you know, we've just got to make sure we get over this hurdle. And if we can get through that and then hopefully um, another game of footy at the end of the year, then we might be able to establish a bit of a, a calendar for ourselves in terms of some regular games. So, But, um, you know, that's up to us. Yeah, as you say, nothing's guaranteed. Um, in terms of South Africa, they seem to have um, you know, quite a young team as well. Uh, I think a year or two back they had a couple of games against Nui, which they lost. Um, what, how, what do you know about them? I'll be honest, I don't know a lot. So, you know, we'll be going pretty pretty cold in terms of uh, what they're going to present to us. But, you know, on, on these circumstances, on a three-day turnaround, we've just got to worry about ourselves. And um, I'm confident that if, you know, we can get the best of our, out of our boys, then uh, we'll give ourselves a decent shot at winning the game of footy. So um, that's going to be our complete focus is uh, what we're going to do. Um, and then if that's good enough, it's good enough. If it's not, then good luck to South Africa. But like I said, I'm confident that we've got a squad that can um, compete strongly on Friday night. As I said in our release, I, I think it's an exciting time with you know, half the squad uh, will be making their debuts. Um, and I'm pretty sure... Yeah, we'll get plenty of diamonds uh, uh, out of the, out of the performance, regardless, and um, you know something that can, we can build on for for later years. Yeah, well, I mean, one thing you know is that players that have played for the Cookies previously uh, often get snapped up by other teams. So you know the talents there, the players. Uh, in terms of the ones that have made themselves available, obviously, uh, Chance Nickel Clockstad has you know gone on leaps and bounds uh, since he's gone over to Canberra there. So. Uh, to have his experience and in, in, in being in the form that he is, uh, must be great to have him available. Yeah, he's a great kid, Chance. Obviously, had him at the Warriors for a couple of years and um, obviously had limited opportunities with uh, with Roger being at the back at at, at, uh, at the Warriors. So, but, you know, it's a real good um, pointer to kids out there that sometimes they just need the opportunity and when they get it, they just got to grab hold of it. And 
Chance has always been one of the better trainers. Um, he prepares himself well, and he's deserved every all the success that he's had this this year at Canberra. So, a uh, great kid. Uh, he's got great to around his his uh, attitudes and pictures, and you know we're going to need that um, need that next week when the boys come together. And um, I mean, you talk about being kind of the odd one out out of the seven in this region. Um, obviously, has probably never been a time where Pacific Island Rugby League has been more in the spotlight, and uh, it does seem to be increasing and moving in the right direction. Um, how, how does the Cook Islands make sure it is a part of that? Um, well, like I say, it's our responsibility as a nation to give the players something to um, hold, grab hold on to, grab hold of. And at the moment, we aren't. We we missed the World Cup, uh, the previous World Cup. Um, so it's very difficult, you know, to um, get the allegiance from the boys, uh, especially we can't, we don't have a regular calendar. And something that the you know the boys can look forward to. So um, you know the responsibility lies on you know the Cook Islands Rugby League, myself and my staff, um, to make sure we give ourselves the best chance of doing that. And you know if we're um, fortunate enough to make the World Cup, then uh, then we can start asking the question about you know those players and and, and where their allegiances lie. And you know we've seen what um, so seen obviously what Tonga did before the the last World Cup. Um, you know, there's obviously been a few rumblings about Samoa and where they hit. Um, I, I think, you know, I'm a proud Kiwi and a proud Cook Islander, and I, but I think, you know, what Tonga have done is uh, reinvigorated rugby league. Um, you know, if Samoa can do the same, then I think uh, we've got the makings of something special in terms of international footy, and I'd like to think that the, the Cook Islands can add to that in the near future as well. That's the Cook Islands Rugby League coach, Tony Iro. Two women's rugby league internationals will take place on either side of the Tasman this weekend, with Fetu Samoa playing their first test since 2011 against the Kiwi Ferns in Auckland. Meanwhile, the Fiji Bulikula will play their first ever test match against the PNG Orchids in Sydney in the first game of a triple header with the Fiji men taking on Lebanon and Toa Samoa up against the PNG Kumuls. Head coach Adrian Bowles says it's a huge milestone for women's rugby league in Fiji. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. And I think you know the enormity of the occasion will probably sink in a little bit to the girls when they, one, when they get into camp, but I think when they line up on... On Saturday and walk out on or walk out and line up on the field. You know, I think it'll probably sink in there. You know that they're creating creating history for for Fiji. And you've got three three of your squad are listed as uh, being uh, linked with the Warriors uh, women's side. Um, are there are there others in the camp that you think, uh, if given the opportunity, could maybe um, you know push for for one of those women's NRL spots later this year? Oh, definitely. I think it's um, that's the, probably the beauty of these games is that. You know they're they're on the on the big stage big stage so to speak so they'll they'll get an opportunity for for be it the Warriors or even the the, um, the Australian clubs to have a look at them and um, you know I'm sure they're aware it's because that's um, you know be a great stepping stone and be good if we could get more than three of the girls particularly the Fiji girls uh, you know into that Warriors setup. And um, the the bully cooler name I think I'm just reading that uh, you know the late chairman. Uh, uh, Penny Musa Namasi that, that he had chosen that name, so I guess um, you know with his you know passing um, you know an extra special connection for the team. Yeah, it is, and you know it's it's important that we do you know Penny's name justice, you know, and you know 
very much loved, you know, in Fiji Rugby League and Fiji in general, and you know that's um, we'd like to get a, the right result for him, and um, hopefully we can do that. And because it's also new, Adrian, uh, obviously your newest coach, and it's, it's a new team in many ways. And um, first Test match, uh, can you get a gauge yet on on what what sort of expectations you or, or the team have for themselves, and what they can do on on the week next weekend? Oh, look, this might sound a bit cliche, but I'm, the result, um, not so much about the result, but I, I just, as I said earlier, I just want us really gelling as a team, and I think if we gel as a team and We've got enough talent there across the park, you know, in, in that squad to 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 get a good result. And I think the result will take care of itself. And if we work hard during the week, and I I, I really believe that. And and um, I just think when we get into camp and we all get to meet each other and um, you know learn learn about each other, I think uh, you know I think we'll gel pretty quickly. So um, hopefully. Um, we do that, and I think, yeah, then the result will take care of itself. And uh, obviously the Orchids team uh, have uh, quite a bit of experience. Uh, they were at the World Cup. They've uh, play, or they played Australia the last couple of years as well, and that's a bit of a, a regular fixture for them. So, uh, um, that, you know, it's, it's a pretty uh, a stiff way to begin your, your international uh, tenure for Fiji, really. Yeah, and it's a great test. Um, as you said, they've, they've played Australia, played in the World Cup. They also played the Broncos um, last year as well. They've got a number of new players in their in their squad. I know that didn't play in any of those fixtures, so that's um, bodes well for us, I guess. But but it's a great test. It'll just see where we are, and I, that's probably what I should have added before is just to see where we are in terms of our footy. And yeah, PNG will be certainly be a great test. Fiji Women's Rugby League coach Adrian Bowles. Hundreds of Mate Ma Tonga Rugby League fans braved the rain to welcome the team to Auckland ahead of Saturday's blockbuster match against New Zealand at Mount Smart Stadium on Monday. The Kingdom stunned the Kiwis at the 2017 World Cup and have since risen to fourth in the world rankings thanks to its consistent form since the historic victory. Alex Perite caught up with Tongan fans and players at Mount Smart Stadium. Loyal fans braved the rain at Mount Smart, streaming in with dreams of meeting their biggest heroes. And the stars of the future performed the Sipi Tau to get the team in the mood. Some of these players have come a long way to join the team, including Tui Lolohea, who's currently playing in the English Super League. You've been carving up there in the Super League, so what are you looking forward to on the weekend? Just looking to be back with the boys and hopefully go there and get a win. Yeah, now you've done it before, um, beat them at the World Cup. What do you reckon is going to happen this weekend? Uh, I'm pretty confident we can do the job again uh, with the team we got. So, What do you need to be doing though? Just run hard, tackle hard. Former Australian and Tongan representative John Hopawate's son Will is in the squad and John says the team has done more than prove itself. The talent that's put their hand up to play for Tonga, maybe even foregoing a role with New Zealand or Australia, I mean, it's almost like a, would you say it's like kind of a state of origin type team and sort of talent you've got? Yeah, well, it pretty much is, and we could play our origin series with New Zealand and Samoa, and imagine if Samoan boys went back to there, they could be very strong as well, so, and that's what we're trying to do, build the international game, um, to make it better, because no one wants to just watch New Zealand and Australia and Great Britain all the time, they want a bit of a competition. 
It's not often that these fans get the chance to see their favourite players, but Tonga's rise in the world rankings has earned the team more games. It will be playing Great Britain in Waikato in October and Australia in November at Eden Park. But right now, everyone is focused on beating the Kiwis, including this league-crazed family who've named their youngest one MMT after Mate Ma'atonga. How are they going to go, do you reckon? Oh, I think the Kiwis are going to get extinct this weekend, you know, because they're an endangered species. So I think this weekend they're going to get extinct, brother. Sorry. <laughs> that kind of expectation resting heavily on all these large red shoulders and perhaps most heavily on Captain Jason Thaumalolo. Yeah, you're not just a leader on the field, though. You were one of the first guys to put your hand up to say, no, 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 I'm not playing for New Zealand. I'm going to play for Tonga. Well, how do you feel now that so many other big names have put their hand up to stand alongside you and, and, and make Tonga the team that it is? Uh, Honoured, uh, I guess, is, a, is probably one of the biggest words that come, first words that come to mind. But um, you know, I think for us, it's more than a footy game. It's uh, you know about representing our heritage and, uh, and obviously doing our country and our people proud. So uh, you know, the game on Saturday night will be a um, big occasion, not only for ourselves but um, you know, country of Tonga. But they'll have to do it without star player Michael Jennings, ruled out with injury. And they'll be sweating on this week's judiciary hearing for Andrew Fifita, who's fighting a dangerous contact charge. The New Zealand team has chosen its squad, featuring experienced stars Benji Marshall and Kieran Foran. But Thonga coach Christian Wolfe says his players are ready for any challenge and can't wait for Saturday. It's a big game for our blokes and they're very excited about it. And It's a big game for both teams, so um, you know, I don't need to encourage them to go out with energy. I know that everyone's going to go out with some energy and everyone's going to want to rip into each other. But today it's all about the fans looking up to the heroes who hail from the small islands back home in Thonga. That report from Alex Perrette. The Guam men's football team are through to the second round of FIFA World Cup and Asian Cup qualifying after thrashing Bhutan 5-0 on home soil to advance 5-1 on aggregate. Needing to overturn a 1-0 deficit from the first leg tie in Thimpu, captain Jason Cunliffe bagged a hat-trick as the Matao sealed an emphatic victory in their first home international since 2015. Head coach Carl Dodd told Vinnie Wiley the players stepped up in the second leg and showed how good they can be. I think a lot of it comes down to belief. When it's a long time between games, it's hard, you know. It's, it's not like club football where you can make up for something the next week or you're trained for a long time and then you come in. I guess that hesitation is to be expected. So something we might have to factor in moving forward. But um, they, they just delivered basically on what we spoke about in the first game and worked on it again ready for the second one and they just come out and played a lot more free and it was, it was excellent to watch. You had to factor in the, the away goal or the fact you didn't have one and, and if you conceded one it would make things a lot harder. Um, so the fact that you, you got a couple of early goals, you were in a strong position at half-time, uh, but you, you then seemed to put the foot on the throttle um, and I guess that third goal really sort of put you in charge and you know maybe not completely killed off the, their hopes, but um, you know put yourselves in a really strong position. Yeah, what we spoke about at the, before the game was just going in, forget everything, just go in, be free, play football, but we need to be in control from the start and that was the most pleasing that you know from, right from the kick-off, I believe, maybe biased, but we were in control for the whole game. Yeah, half-time, it was 15 minutes that we didn't want. We were ready to go again. I don't think we wanted the break. So we went out and, and the boys finished them off, which was which was very pleasing. But it was more the manner in which they played football was the most pleasing. And when you put a performance like that on the board, uh, 
um, you know, presumably that would you know breed confidence uh, in the squad. Uh, they see what they can do when they when you know they execute yep. the plan or, or things go right, and will hopefully you know give further confidence uh, for the next round. Definitely, I know they're all buzzing now to play. You know, the next round, and they can't wait for the draw. And they're asking, you know, when are we starting training again? It's you know the excitement's really there, and that belief, which is a big one. You know, I think that's something that's probably been lacking a little bit, and not all the players, but from an island point of view, and there's a lot more players from the island, or based on the island, that are that were involved in these games, so it's really spreading, you know, throughout the island, that belief, and it's excellent to watch it, and what also was pleasing was that all the junior national teams were there as well to watch it. And for all those guys that are based on island that have been training with you week in, week out, you know, waiting for, you know, a competitive match to... To get to play on home soil in front of, as you say, the, the other teams and also the local supporters uh, would be uh, a pretty just reward, I imagine, for all those long hours and early starts and late finishes to, uh, to to not just play a game but play in front of your home supporters and, and obviously get a good result. It's a very family-orientated island and, and that was something we spoke about. You know, our families sacrificed a lot for us to play football and, you know, this game is was for them. You know, not for ourselves, it's for them, you know. And all those kids that were watching as well, that's what you're playing for, you know. The next generation, you're there to represent the islands, and they didn't disappoint, that's for sure. And for you as an international coach, Carl, you've obviously been uh, with the Squam side for uh, a, li- a little while now. Um, you know, to get your, you've had successes over in uh, the other tournaments, but to get a, a win here um, in, in a World Cup and Asian Cup qualifying match, uh, what does that mean to you? It's rewarding. I think it just, you know, kind of reiterates the importance of hard work and preparation. And we've, we have, we've worked and sacrificed so much to get to this point and just for it to come through and, and get that win of, you know, to qualify for the next round is just so rewarding just to see the improvement in the players and the and the playing style and the island it's that's the most pleasing thing for me and, and when do you find out who you're going to play next uh, July the 17th it would be nice if it was, we knew already but because uh, <laughs> we're all kind of chomping at the bit to find out and get ready but it'll come soon enough Guam men's football coach Carl Dodd and that's the world in sport for this week Thanks for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.